Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is January 17th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, doing good. Just uh, back in Chicago. Still uh, still dry. Out of the desert. Yeah. Didn't get wet down in the desert, huh? Yeah, avoided, avoided, the, avoided, uh, avoided any uh, alcohol, amazingly, at Top Golf. No, nothing at Top Golf? No, no, I uh, I stayed stuck with water and good old Coca Cola. Even getting crooked, yeah, crooked yeah. at the Top Golf with uh, Shane. Yeah, I I realize I stink at Top Golf. Why do you stink? I don't know. I'm just bad at it. I'm like really bad at Top Golf. Not enough strategy. Not enough width angles. Well, what's the problem? I don't know. I just, just am not good. Targets. I'm not good. I kept hitting it over target. Oh, uh, okay. We well, got to play the elevation change, right? You got to bounce them in. <laughs> like I said, I've only been once. I don't remember it too uh, clearly. Well, I'm glad you're back in Chicago. How's the weather there? Cold. Small, making some small chat. Weather talk as usual. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. I'm having a good, having a good day. Uh, saw Jordan Spieth yesterday. Weekend's approaching. It's been a good uh, good week. Weather's not too bad. We did, uh, speaking of like nonsense, small talk in the office, someone DM'd us today saying he text, he wrote in an email to a colleague, Happy Friday, Junior. And it might have been his boss. And the guy goes, what the hell is that, Junior? It's Thursday. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Which I love that there are these listeners out there just, Going for it, swinging for the fences, pushing the boundaries, throwing out Friday Junior. When uh, a lot of people don't are normal human beings and don't speak that way, speak don't, the, they don't acknowledge peppy, Friday Junior. The peppy PR talk that that uh, generated Friday Junior. So hey, hey, while we're at it, we might as well knock out a, a birthday wish. Oh yeah, let's say uh, happy birthday to Kevin Van. I'm not the pronunciation guy. Kevin Van Cleef. I think Clef? it's Kevin Van Cleef. Cleef, uh, an ardent, avid listener. His uh, girlfriend, I want to say. Hopefully, maybe fiance, maybe wife. I think his girlfriend. I think it's a he- girlfriend. Heather Devane sent us an email. And he turns 30 on Sunday the 19th. So happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Don't get too worse for the wear. 30s are, 30s 30s are, are better than your 20s, though. Your 30s, good decade, I think. Right? Yeah. I well, mean, 20s are pretty good. You're really mobile, move around, not a lot of responsibility still. I don't know. They're, they're different. There's different advantages. <laughs> the, the 30s are a good decade. <laughs> yeah, 36, <laughs> I don't know that it's that great right now at the moment. Um, 
So happy birthday to Kevin. All right. Should we do a little uh, results check-in? Yeah, we're recording this early. I got a yeah. miss, it's Mrs. Friday's birthday. We're going out to dinner. I'm not uh I'm not recording tonight. So we're doing this early. The uh the desert, the former the the Amex is not uh not done yet. Hey uh honey, yeah, I know it's your birthday, but we can't go to dinner. We gotta do a podcast, talk about first round scores at the American Express. <laughs> How would that go over? Um, oh, my. Go ahead. Go ahead. You just sounded like you wanted to say something. I'm looking at the leaderboard. Can you guess who's leading right now? This second. Thursday afternoon. Almost 5 Eastern. Um, I gave him a shout out last podcast. More as a joke. I saw Tyler Duncan was up there earlier. The least Grayson interesting Murray. man in golf. Oh, wow. The least interesting. Grayson Murray. You know, could we go with a week with Tommy Ganey and Grayson Murray winning? You know, for, for other, well, uh, uh, the crimes aren't comparable. But yeah, he was a. Uh, remember, he's tweeting at girls, talking about being in high school and stuff. Thankfully, somebody took Twitter away from him. <laughs> he's uber talented. I mean, like this yeah, guy could could be a really good player on the PGA Tour um, if he ever gets his head on straight. So my one and only pro am. Played with him. He was the pro, Grayson. What'd before guys, he really got Twitter. What you guys talk about? Uh, he was. Did he have a tooth? Was he missing his tooth? Yeah, he was pretty rough around the edges. You know, just letting the. I was playing with some. I don't know notable people. I don't. I don't know, but he's just letting the f bombs fly. It was pretty funny. I, uh, uh, you know, I sh- sat next to a shotgunner on my flight to Phoenix. Oh shoot. Yeah, and uh, he had he had some intel on uh, Tyler Duncan, and it turns out none of it was interesting. There's there's no there's no interesting. There's still no interesting info about Tyler Duncan. Nothing tops him hitting his wife with a golf. That's ball. all I got. Purdue <laughs> hit his wife in, with a ball at Trinity Forest. Yeah, that's all. Not on purpose. That's not a all. domestic <laughs> issue. Again, he did not hit his wife. The ball that <laughs> off his club ended up hitting his wife somewhere out there. Hey, and uh, <laughs> Hank Lebiota's on the board. It's a good group. Breakout. Dominic Bazzelli, Tyler Duncan. You had Lebiota as a breakout, didn't you? Yeah, Ricky Tour Live. Kevin Streelman getting into the mix earlier than Sunday. You know who I had as a breakout was Nate Lashley. He's currently T154. <laughs> not not good call by me, but, you know, apropos. Siwoo is last, 10 over through 10. What's his deal? He's the most... Just extreme, hot and cold, right? He he's he's swashbuckling. You always defend him as being injured. I don't know what's going on with Siwoo. I think he's he's crushed by the Satoshi loss. Still, I think that Satoshi when he when he missed all those putts coming down the stretch. Oh, at Harbortown. Yeah, that kind of killed the big woo woo. The uh, yeah, outside of that, you know, Bassy Munoz in the hunt again. There's... Andrew Landry's T4. You know, he's playing with the Death Squad leader from Indonesia, who are amazingly really? back in the field. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. The uh, Indonesian strongmen. Did you see who... Phil, Phil averaged 334 off the tee? How much? 334. Hitting bombs. Legitimately. He, he drove it further than uh, Champ today. Wow. Uh, bombs 
that that can that be retired the whole bombs talk and you know it's just we got it it's on the note of phil he says he's He's never going to play the champion store, it sounds like. I like that. I don't think a lot of guys are. I saw DJ said something the other day about 10 years, 10 years and then he's done. I think and, that was a golf.com video or something. And trying, trying to give proper credit every now and then out here. Why Why would you if you've made like $100 million? Completely. Go play on a senior tour. You want to go just butt heads with Billy Mayfair? Crooked bit like those types? You know? Slimy Billy? And you got you know hundred million in the bank. And you're just out there grinding against Billy Mayfair and you know Kevin Sutherland. Who's the guy playing clear? The balls in the clear. That you, Bill, that Billy Andrade. No, the the goofy balls, the cult balls. The I thought it was Society. Billy Andrade. No, it, uh... it was uh, some other guy you brought up the other day. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, someone sent me a DM of that clear Instagram account. Is, so, are we? I keep thinking we're talking about the airport thing. Promoting like <laughs> David Petraeus, General David Petraeus, playing with their equipment. What is this company? What is this weird? At, they got Charles and David Petraeus. They're promoting. Who, who, what's the cross section of society that's you know picking up on that? I don't it's know. Just, I need to get to the depths. Uh, get to the bottom of what's behind. Maybe that. instead of going to Under Armour. You know, big media days. You should be going to clear big media hey, days. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, yeah, hanging um, hanging right. out with all On those the, influencers. Uh, you want to do an ad read? Yeah. Let's do an ad read for well. Athletic, athletic Brewing. Because I was in this room of fitness influencers last night at Under Armour. They had this, like, human performance summit. I will. I, I took... Human performance summit. I took... Well, yeah, I... I don't know how I got included in that. I'm a fat suburban dad who drinks regularly. But they had an open bar. And I just had water. I didn't, I, I, you know, I learned a little bit about the Spieth shoe, things like that. Uh, but they had this were you, room. Were you judging everybody that wasn't drinking water? <laughs> well, this is the thing. They had this room of fitness influencers, and they're from all over the world, like Asia and, you know, Latin America. I turned to like a buddy, Robbie Callen, who's like another, you know, not a fitness influencer. I was like, Robbie, the, I feel like I landed on a different planet. Like this, the person I have the most in common with and I feel like would be the most approachable in this room is Ron Rivera, who was like the, you know, the recently named coach of the Redskins. Famous head coach. I felt more like I probably have more in common with him than anyone in the room. But one thing that did keep me afloat was, I was, it was dry January. I was, I felt like I've been on the straight and narrow in terms of my alcohol consumption. I used that one sheet day, January 3rd, thanks to athletic brewing. I felt like a little kinship with the collection of people who are just squandering this open bar um, and, and, you know, taking plenty of Instagram selfies and things like that. So that made me feel a little bit better. I had my two glasses of water. I had there. We didn't have athletic. I asked for athletic. Didn't have enough. Didn't have athletic brewing. But That's a shame. That, you get all those. You, you know, this is the best beer for performance out there. Yeah, yeah. So it, that was the only thing that made me somewhat feel like I belonged in the room. A dry January. Uh, again, they've come in to sponsor us. January athletic brewing. 
the challenge is going well. I've used only one cheat day. You've used zero cheat days. Uh, it really has helped. It's it's a uh, nice little placebo. Yeah, it's kept me kept me afloat metaphorically. You know, I might have one right now, and uh, I'm still gonna go to the gym today. You know, what so, are you gonna do? What are you gonna do at dinner? I'm gonna break just down wa- water. Mrs. Okay. Mrs. is doing fry, uh, dry January too. Oh, she is. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, we're we're this is a healthy household over here, and we can't keep enough. I mean. Athletic, this this product is hot. They were sold out. They are back in stock now. They ran out. They yeah. ran. Somebody DM'd us earlier this week, or I tried to go where it's to do dry January. We're out, but they're back, right? Yeah, they're back in stock. And uh, yep. get on get on the train. It's good. It's just good to have in the house. I'm telling you, when you want to have that beer, eh, they might be sold out again. <laughs> Athleticbrewing.com. If they're sold out, it'll be back in soon. I can't. I don't work there. I can't commit to it. The timeline for that, but I'm sure there's more coming. Yeah. If it's sold out, go check. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Athleticbrewing.com. The promotion code is Friday twenty. You get twenty percent all caps. Friday twenty. You get twenty percent off, and you get free shipping. All organic, full fermented, fermented craft. It's it's a craft NA beer. So. Uh, it's helped me this month. Like I get stressed. I need the taste and I go for that. And I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't, here's the problem. When I get stressed, like the kids are being like little assholes and they're great kids. I don't mean that they're always that way, but you know, they're acting out. I have to go. And then it just starts to train. Bud Light, one Bud Light becomes, you know, four or five. But with, with that, that maybe it capped off with a service. <laughs> now I sound like an alcoholic. But no, what's been great about this month is I just, the athletic kind of gets me through it. So, all right, should we move on? Yeah, yeah. Athleticbrewing.com may or may not be in stock, but if it's not, it will be soon. Okay. Uh, other results. In Abu Dhabi, we have Sean Norris leading with Renato Peritor with 64s, 8 under. They lead Brooks Kepka by 2, Jason Scrivener by 2 as well. I always uh, envision Jason Scrivener being like a a sailor. I don't know why. Just that name. <laughs> Scrivener. I know, like this. Australian, maybe? British? I don't know what he is. I think Something. he's, he's, he's a Kiwi. Not American. Oh, okay. Okay. Close Whenever enough. I see that name, I think he belongs on like a you know captaining captaining a ship somewhere. Well, Scrivener is like a famous bunch of legal BS. Scrivener's error, but it's spelled differently. How about uh, Brooksy? How about Brooksy coming out hot? Opens with the sixty-four. Had an eventful day on social media. Do you want to talk about that now? Well, let's talk about the- let's talk about Bryson first. The 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 comments that preempted the the Brooks uh, tweet. Okay, so Bryson, I think this was uh, Wednesday afternoon, late afternoon. This is via Eric Patterson watching, Luke Curdenine watching. I will not watch Bryson DeChambeau Twitch streams. I'm sorry, but I appreciate the work that they're putting in. Here's via Luke Curdenine, Bryson. Yeah, I weigh more than him now, significantly more, referring to Brooksy. 
Did you see the body issue? You didn't have any abs. I have abs. And then the capper, we don't talk about it. We just don't see eye to eye. So it really seems like they're not on good terms, despite, you know, some PR to make it seem like that at the end of the FedEx Cup last year. Who would have thought that they wouldn't get along? They couldn't be more opposite people. Is Bryson an idiot or a genius for all this? Um, he's you- an idiot. <laughs> that that I think is- he dominates. He's dominating the headlines right now with these Twitch. But I think, do you think he just gets going? He starts talking and he doesn't know, forgets what he's saying? I, I don't know. I think he's just an idiot. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything more than he's just an idiot. And we have to take everything he says as, uh, with a grain of salt. I mean, I don't. I I kind of appreciate it. I like it. I mean, it's it's great for content. His comment about the body issue was not necessarily wrong, and probably a lot of players thought it, and none of them said it. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's a golfer, though. Like, what what are we? Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm far be it from me to. I'm not critiquing Brooks's physique. I mean, he's he's anymore. like one of the most fit golfers we've ever had. You right. know, Camilo Vijegas would have been the best ESPN body guy. He was like a world class cyclist. Does you know? the biking? Yeah, yeah, he bikes like seventy miles a day. He probably would have been like a good ESPN the body issue guy. Brooks. Brooks is just a golfer, you know? At yeah. the end of the day, he's a golfer. He's not an NFL linebacker, as some, you know, play-by-play analysts like to say he is. He's like a six-foot-one, 195-pound golfer. What, uh, I bet his, I bet his, I bet his measurables are comparable to Luke Keekley, who's maybe a Hall of Famer. Just what are you talking about? Keekly, by the way, is Keekly's like, the like 250. Smallest, maybe one of the smallest, uh, smallest middle linebackers out there. 6'3, 238. Okay, 6'3, 238, and 6 feet, 185 or 190. 185? He's not even two? Is that what you're telling me? I, I, I don't think he is. He's listed as 6 feet, 185. I got to update that. Uh, yeah, so maybe, and Keekly's like the most, you know, normie looking middle linebacker out there. He's also a Hall of Famer. Go Eagles. Go BC. Um, I, I heard a story on the NFL Ringer show that, yeah, today that, uh, yeah. I, I, Kevin Clark was telling it, or maybe it was Mace. I don't know. Uh, but the only reason that BC got Keekly was because all of the college coaches, didn't like his look I, yeah, because he because he had glasses. That's not the only reason. I listened <laughs> they, to the same they said podcast. They said he was dirty looking. No, he went to Jesuit high school in Cincinnati. <laughs> BC has a pipeline from the Jesuit schools. GCL, Catholic schools. We had a pipeline from those in the like 2000s. So that's why. But yeah, he probably, had he been a four or five star, he would have gone to Notre Dame or someplace like that. Maybe Illinois. Uh, uh, no, nobody's gone. No, no, no. no. That's when we had the Zucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. Guess you're... All right. So, uh, you know, Bryson's taking a run on the Twitch stream. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't think he said anything too controversial. But this is just stuff we don't hear from the PGA Tour on the PGA Tour. Brooksy pops back today. 
So Great. you're right. I am too short of a six pack. What? All what? time pop back. Yeah, yeah, all time. And he showed a picture of his four major championship trophies. And Bryson doesn't have those major. Bryson, like, Bryson's not some like scrub, right? He's a top 10, 15 player in the world. Unlike Ricky, he actually won a USAM. He won a national championship. Like, he's done a few things, but he's not played well at the majors in his first few years on tour. And so he, he, I mean, Brooks obviously has that, that trump card. And he has no response to that. But the Bryson thing, I just don't, I don't know if he's in on it or if he's just a total, like, he's, this is how he is. Um, imagine what happens though when he wins like a major or two or win, if he, if he ever wins a major, like this, is this character just going to become 10 X of what we're seeing now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like he's, he, do you think it's going to get, he's going to get quieter? He's going to get, when he gets interviewed at every single tournament, all the, just as you would call it, gobbledygook that comes out of his mouth, it's just going to go away. So here's the thing. Bryson always sounds like a, like a, a child who didn't really think things through. He's never going to win a war of words with anyone, let alone Brooksy is like usually pretty surgical about shit, right? He's, like kind of talks quietly and carries a big stick and then drops it at the right times. Like he's so good at this stuff. Like with uh, Brandle and the nose. Yeah. I don't know that. Like I never anticipated that, but he's just very good at not, he's like the opposite of Bryson. He just kind of moves through and then drops the haymaker or, you know, throws the haymaker, you know, subtly almost and always wins it seems like a very very bad strategy to engage in war words with a someone who's far more accomplished than you on the golf course at this point and b is really really good at this back and forth shit talk now i really believe my my theory that i propose that that the whole bulk up thing is because of their encounter on the range or on the putting green the whole off season, just yes. getting fat and lifting and working out three and a half hours a day, he said. Yeah, that's all because he wanted to be bigger than Brooks. I mean, it's not a baseless theory, judging by the way he's talking on this. Have you? Oh, yeah, I'm way bigger than him. He said, I'm not afraid of anyone on tour now. Not now. <laughs> now? You know? Yeah, he must have been afraid of Brooks. I guess significantly bigger uh but you still got to fight so here's one of the things i found interesting last night from spieth it was good to see spieth by the way looked healthy after his sickness or whatever happened last week so i'm swing the club a few times as you know demonstrating his shoes and all that but one of the things he said so kevin plank the founder of under armor asked him like who are your buddies on tour and who are your least favorite buddies like who are your least favorite players it's like oh that's a great question but of course speed's not going to answer that with room full of people with millions of followers who would tweet it out right away but he was like unfortunately or maybe fortunately like unfortunately golf we don't have enough like beefs it's like we need some more tension we need mono and mono stuff which i thought was kind of a refreshing thing to hear from speed He's like, he's like a sports person. Like we should have like rivalries and, and people who like talk shit to each other and don't like each other. But like 
just the way it is right now. Everybody's pretty chill and buddies out on tour. I thought that was interesting to hear from him. Yeah. From a top player who like cares about the product. He's like, you know, unfortunately, we don't really have a lot of beefs. Um, hey, do you, do you want a, a little uh, late breaking news here? Yeah. This is from a uh, Golf Digest piece, Brian Wacker. Yeah. About Cameron Smith. And, I was uh, just about to segue perfectly on beefs, but go ahead. This is where you go into this. No, what? So, so this article uh, talks about the President's Cup with Cam Smith. Oh, I'm seeing this. And uh, the the his comments about Patrick Reed. So, according to a source, an official from the PGA Tour spoke to Smith about the remarks essentially issuing a warning that he would be fined in the future if he made similar statements. The tour, through a spokesperson, said it does not comment about disciplinary matters, though the player handbook does include a section with language that states a player can face sanctions for public attacks on fellow players. Smith, for his part, would not comment on the read matter, preferring to move on and put it behind him. Fine for for saying a guy cheated when a guy cheated. This is a disgrace. What an embarrassment. Like I just this is a perfect segue. You have one of the speed, the prominent member talking about, hey, this is good for business. We shouldn't all be buddies. There should be more beef. And now we're fining somebody for calling out cheating. He he didn't get fined. He he was warned. Threatened. Threatened warned to to not say anything. Further. What the this the tour is so wow i was just, just so so you think you know bryson and brooksy could have issue because they're talking shit back and forth i mean what why is the tour tripping over its dick to defend pat reed that's the thing it's not tiger woods it's not phil mickelson it's not like they're they're i believe patrick they're not commenting on him sending you know cease and desist now they're comment they're they're threatening a fine for the person, the one person who said anything of consequence. Oh, by the way, Bryson on his Twitch stream said he cheated. Yeah, he cheated. He used the C word. What are they doing? Why don't they understand their product? What? How backwards is this that they clutched? They're clutching their pearls. They're, they might drop, you know, a fine for Sp- Smith's comments, but only two strokes for Reed's actions. How backwards is that? I can't believe this is all breaking as we're talking beef. This is it's unbelievable. It's it's absolutely crazy. And it's Patrick Reed. Why are they running into the defense of that? Well, Patrick it's just Reed. like look at what just happened in Major League Baseball to all the cheaters. Yeah. yeah. Just the the just completely get them out of the game, you know? Some people are saying, "Oh, it's too much. It's too much." You know what? It's better to err on the side of too much for somebody that just basically embarrasses your game. Patrick Reed embarrassed the sport of golf. Wow, I can't believe it. And the, tu- just and, the tour, and the tour backs him up. Literally just tweeted and released as we're recording this. The tour has lost its bearings on this. They really have. I don't think they understand. I, wow. How significant I, this is going to be throughout the year. It's just Patrick Reed's not someone worth you know, losing that is same. His caddy punched a fan and didn't get suspended either. Hey, God, he wasn't allowed to loop the last. Oh, wasn't allowed to carry a bag one day. (laughs) 
Wow, that's bad. What if you if you're a media member at a tour event and you punched a fan, yeah. what would happen to you? I'd be arrested for assault. I'd be arrested. Revo- credentials revoked forever. Oh yeah. Lifetime <laughs> ban. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a media member and you kicked say I'm a big fan of uh I don't know. Say I was a big fan of Kelly Craft and I went out there and started, you know, moving his ball into better spots as a media member. What would happen to me? You'd be thrown out of the game. You'd probably be fired from your job wherever you work, although you I guess you work for you're, you're the boss as well. But yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't be doing that. It's just unbelievable double standard. Wow, so threatening fines for talking about Patrick Reed. Let's get on the PGA Tour. They got there. Doesn't seem like the priorities are correct. So anyways, while we're on the subject of beefing players, do you have specific, and Bryson Brooks talking shit, Spieth calling for more last night at Under Armour, Cam Smith calling out Reed and apparently maybe being threatened or warned for it. Who would you like to see have actual real beef? on the tour to the point where it got physical. You know, I'd like to see a slender man battle between like chess, chess and Hadley Hadley and, and Stu Hagestad. Well, he's not on tour. Well, that's fine. You know, maybe, Uh, maybe kind of fun. Yeah. A lot of limbs. Yeah. Just lanky limbs going at it (laughs) on the, on the opposite end of the draw. I would love to see like two little, two little mice kind of skirmishing. Andrew Landry. Ricky and, and like a Ch- Ricky versus like Chez or like Abe answer. One of those two, maybe a Chez Ricky scuffle. Big one. I'd want is Sergio and Reed. Oh, those two would just escalate. That's like mutually assured destruction. Sergio well, and Reed, of, those two would just what, escalating and escalating. One of them would kick the other in the nuts. Like they, they would they'd go for the cheap shot for sure. Maybe, maybe some biting, you know, <laughs> Uh, I'd love to see Keegan versus Bryson just because they're two kind of unstable, intense people. It seems like that once they actually lose, like you've seen the video of Bryson on the range, right? Once it's gone, it's gone. You know, all inhibition is gone. Same with Keegan. Maybe Billy Horschel, throw him in. Patrick Bateman, look alike, just kind of throws all things out the window. That'd be entertaining. Uh, yeah, I, I just think like there's opportunities to create this or not create, but, but embrace it, promote it. And the tour doesn't seem to want to do it. This is like the, the NBA like thrives on this stuff. Remember when like Damian Lillard, Lillard yeah. and Shaq were, yes. you know, making diss tracks again about each other, you know, this yeah. is like, and, and this is like what drives interest in a lot of sports you know it was a further interest in 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 casual interest you know it was a complete and total bore last year the northern trust their first event of their great new fedex cup a total bore nobody cared about the event you know what made it this confrontation on the putting green blows it up becomes a big thing i don't know why the tour would want to run away from this and try to squash it out and threaten fines or avoid and i think speed spoke to that what so. about what about westy and darren clark i can't th- stop thinking about the dunhill links guy that they that they got dumped in the locker yeah they're push they're pushing around 
<laughs> Ian Poulter might be someone. He seems like a super weird dude. Who knows what would happen with him? All right, enough of that. Uh, let's do a little. Uh, do, we're, we're still checking in with results. Do we care? Yeah, let's keep going. All right, so you're a tour, Sean Norris, Renato Parator. We already did that. All right. Uh, LPGA, Danielle Kane fires a 63, leads by two. In Singapore, this will all change. Singapore, do you notice they have uh, Singapore Open? That's on. That's overnight on Golf Channel. They have gold, silver, bronze medalists all there. Cooch, Stenson, and Rose. Wow. They were doing little, little you know, photo ops with that. Coochers T2. I think. I think we should count the gold medal as a major. Okay, fine. Twist my arm. Go. And fifth, then uh, fifth, the fifth major that's like the leap year comes every four years. <laughs> and then in the Bahamas, uh, we have a resolution of the web tour, the Bahamas Great Eczema Classic at Sandals Emerald Bay, full oh, title. God. Tommy Ganey wins by four, beats John Oda and Dylan Wu by four shots. Birdie's the last three holes, kind of in a runaway for the Tommy Ganey. Can't hold him down. Part of a prostitution sting. 35 days later, he's winning on the PGA Tour. Unbelievable. Probably getting his card for next year, right? Once you win, you're, you're going to be in the 25. Hey, Cam, Cam Smith's getting disciplined for, for uh, you know, potentially disciplined for calling a cheater a cheater. Tommy Ganey. Soliciting prostitutes and uh, getting caught on camera, arrested, nothing. But I did ha- did get a little tip. This is pretty I ironic. That uh, the the tour actually can't do anything to Tommy Ganey because of their policies until he's uh, he's sentenced. Oh, on February fifteenth, or, 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 or a plea or something. Yeah, like that? Or, okay. Uh, his verdict when his verdict comes out. So they they live by a innocent until proven guilty. But in this well, case, it's not the worst thing. But well, I mean, but that, in this case, there's video evidence of how guilty he was. There is. Yeah. Did you see what the video? Kind of video? You didn't see the video? Oh, solicitation? Yeah. No, I didn't see it. Oh, he, he literally was like, he was like, how much? I mean, he was like in a room with this light. And he's like, well, I'm uh, going to be here all week. Like, you know. Like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Interesting. But so he can't, he can't, he's, they can't do anything till mid-February. So Tommy uh, Ganey right. is going to try and get everything in so he gets his card back. Wow. Well, it looks like he's going to. I mean, you win though. Usually, when you win an event, you're probably going to likely to get your card. Well, I mean, I don't know how much they'll suspend, how long they'll suspend him. If he gets caught smoking weed, it's oh. three months. So then he can't get points. How, very I mean, the, the suspension has to be like six months, right? I don't know. If Why? if if smoking marijuana is three. We're in a different universe right now. There's cheating. Is the people who talk about the cheating are getting in more trouble than the people who do the cheating? I have no idea. I have no idea, Andy. I, no one seems to understand. I feel like I'm li- this, this the, living in an alternate universe, and the tour clearly, clearly leaned on their the golf channel because apparently this was not brought up or discussed once, which is an absolute embarrassment. An embarrassment. That no one, even a guy is winning on the web tour. And we're talking about 
someone tweeted us Ryan Burr said he's been through a lot of adversity. And that's it, all we got. We don't mention it's that. It's just like it's just like Patrick Reed. He's been through a lot of adversity. Like I I get that there is some adversity, but this is self-inflicted adversity. Self-inflicted adversity should be not fall under the like what a great win he's been through so much like that's that's different adversity than like when mark leishman's wife was going through cancer that's like completely different or Stuart sink like that's adversity that like you can talk about in like a like this is an amazing win like this is a different type of adversity this yeah. is all caused by them being complete idiots yeah not not uh not cancer for the toxic shock syndrome, but yes, we get some. I get your point, um, but I know. It, here's my thing: like the tour can't just create its own alternate universe. They're, the the world exists. It's like outside. they don't understand how the internet works, and that we like all watch. get the the real story, and then they try and tell their own story. Do you think the <laughs> NBA, if somebody got caught for soliciting a prostitute, and it's it, it, that you know um whatever mike breen but whatever the the next day or the next important game the guy's contributing and he's prominent focus of the action on the floor they're gonna not bring it up they're not gonna talk about it once it's like well it's been a month since of course they're gonna bring it up you cannot create just don't run from this i understand like of course you're not gonna promote it but like to try and think that we're going to live in some alternate world where we can ignore this or no one knows that this happened or we're going to pretend it didn't happen. It's so dumb. It's so short-sighted. It's so uh, it's, it's insulting to the audience's intelligence. It's insulting to your core audience is what it is. Like, I, and maybe it wasn't the tour. Maybe it was golf channel. I assume it was some conjunction of combination of both, but like you can't just ignore that. This is, the background of the guy winning the guy that's winning the freaking golf tournament. That's the problem. I can't believe that happened. I honestly, I saw people shout out to Joel Beal. Seemed like he was keeping track of it. Uh, I think Daniel Rapport, they, they kind of were monitoring it, but that it wasn't acknowledged is outrageous. Anyways, Ganey's a winner now winner on the web tour, corn fairy tour, whatever it is. So any other thoughts on the eczema? Um, no, I mean, it was just, it was wild weather as always It's you know, you start, you see the players that get off to a good start. I think this, this course is so much different than, you know, with the weather than a lot of the courses they play. So, yeah. um, it's a, it's, you know, big, big, big start. They got this week. Now they go to, uh, what's it called to, uh, Abaco, great Abaco class. Which I, I, you know, they, they, that, part of the uh the bahamas went through a lot with the hurricane yeah i wonder yeah i'm not yeah got crushed all right um what else we got that's results i, I wanted to get through a little friday drama hey so. i you missed one result one particularly interesting result you latin know, america am no, no you you want to know which uh celebrities in last place in the lpga no who Larry the cable guy. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Cut the cord. <laughs> We're cutting the cord. Larry's out. <laughs> he he shot I don't know if I don't think these are I don't think these are gross scores that they have in here. No, probably not. 
Uh, maybe. What, what is it? If so, Mark Mulder shot 65. But, Mulder's a stick. I mean, I don't know about that, but but yeah. like it doesn't look yeah. like these are the gross. Anyways, Larry the Cable Guy scored fifteen points, and okay. uh, and it shot ninety two. Whether that's gross or not, who knows? Hmm, could be net. Nah, I'll go with gross on that. Mulder's a stick. Sixty five though. That's that, I mean, they had sixty five, sixty eight, sixty eight, sixty nine, seven, and then like a. A couple Probably 72. Probably Dar- Darren Williams shot 72. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. That's probably not. All right. Well, so we're done with results. Yeah. Little Friday drama. Bryson Brooks. We went through that. Uh, Ganey. Ignoring Ganey is just ridiculous. Um, Sergio. How about Sergio saying he's going to be showing us the real Sergio? <laughs> I think I think we know who the real Sergio is. And of right? all places, it's Saudi Arabia. <laughs> guy, guy's not new. Guy's had been in public eye for twenty plus years. We know who he is. He is who he is. He's who he same person he was as a twenty he is with a dad. Like he just he is who he is. The real Sergio is. Uh, we understand that person. Maybe he's not tearing up greens every week, but he's acting like a child, as Brooks would say. You're not, we don't need to understand that like last year was just some blip on the screen, a blip on the radar. It's, and I love that you're going to see the real Sergio and by going back to Saudi Arabia <laughs> to grow the game in an event that's already kind of unseemly. Uh, other drama Phil's moving to the swamp is really disappointing. That's another reason to, to do some live pods from the woods. I just, I, uh, it's no, no variety anymore. Like guys, come on. This herd mentality is disappointing. Just make your own way in the world. I mean, it's Phil Mickelson. I probably, you know, he's done. He's gone. I, I just, it bothers me more with the young guys thinking like everybody's got to live in Jupiter. Phil, I would love for him to stay on the West coast, but whatever. Um, Probably all tax reasons from what it would sound like once his boy graduates from high school. Other drama. Michael McEwen of uh, Bunker tweeted today. I'm told there are two very high profile American golfers. who usually have plenty to say for themselves who have decided they're not talking to Sky Sports because they're unhappy at the channels. End quote, Michael McEwen. Perf- or, I'm sorry, in parentheses, perfectly justified criticism, criticism of them. McEwen also added, "It's not Reed, incidentally." I've uh, I've heard. Well, he's the- a lifetime member of the Euro Tour. He loves. He's loved over there. Loves Sky Sports. I don't know. He was yelling at the cameraman last. I've I've discovered who these two are. All I'll say is they are two very high profile Americans, each of whom, uh, body, bodies and physiques have been the subject of great discourse on the internet in the past year. Hmm. One's gained a lot of weight. One's lost a lot of weight. Bryson? Two very high-profile Americans. Bryson? You could just say, yeah, you could just say names. I don't know. Who lost a lot of weight? I don't know. Maybe maybe bought a plot of land in Jupiter. I don't know. But, you know. Oh, Phil. (laughs) That's all. I don't know. I don't know. I can't confirm or deny. But I guess those those are the guys. Um... 
All right, so that's Friday. A little Friday drama. A lot, lot of beefing. A lot of Sergio talk. Guys mad at broadcast. Broadcast ignoring Tommy Gainey's hooker issue. Just, just a lot of, a lot of off the course nonsense happening right now. You ready for Flashback Friday? I'm ready for Flashback Friday. Let's go. We're going back to the 2000 Chrysler Bob Hope Classic. Okay. Do you know who won? Chrysler. Two uh, thousand, yeah. Um, Jeff Sluman. It was a good guess. I have to hand it to you. It was Jesper Parnovic. Ah, Jesper. The tight pants, the flipped up hat. You know, the visor, the oh. the bill, the brim of his cap. Yeah, I don't know if he was he was sponsored by Upper Deck at this time. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I think that was in the nineties. <laughs> but Jesper uh, came out this year. This was like peak Jesper era when he was like a top 10 player in the world. Okay. So uh, he won He won twice this year. He had eight other top 10s, and he started out the season like a six-place finish, uh, six finish at, at Hyundai, or it was at that time Mercedes. Um, then he finished... Uh, he finished uh, third at Sony, and then he won at the Desert. So, blazing start. So, he came from two shots back to win over a young phenom. A young South African phenom. Hmm. Immelman? The boy from Bratislava. Oh. This was before his Bratislavan fame. Rory oh, Sabatini. God. 24 years old, his second year on tour. His blue period, before he actually found joy and happiness in the Slovakian <laughs> countryside. Okay. So, so uh, Sabatini was like a right. He was like, I mean, people, yeah. he was the youngest guy on tour in 99. He was, was he wearing the cowboy hat? No, no, this was no, pre count. Okay. 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 And, uh, and people really liked Rory actually at this time. Like the wow. journalists loved him because he said stuff. Yeah. Like he was like, so I, I found a bunch of stuff, but anyways, so back to this event, we'll get, we'll get into Rory early, early year, Rory. I got myself down some, uh, a rabbit hole looking at old quote transcripts from press conferences in the late nineties. <laughs> um, part of it down the stretch hit a spectator in the head. Oh my God. Like on the fly in the head. He goes, he was down on the ground, and it looked like a big golf ball was growing out of his forehead. It was a terrible sight. I asked if he was okay, and he said, I'm fine. As long as you win the tournament, I'm okay. I mean, what (laughs) kind of fan? I'd be like, no, I'm not okay. Look at my forehead. (laughs) So, So, Sabatini comes out of the gates really hot. Yeah. He bogeyed the 10th and 11th holes. And he finished with six consecutive pars. And he, I mean, he, it did not look like he was going to be, like he was, he was going to win this event. But the, the 10th was an unsettling moment. Yeah. So he said, there are, there are a few distractions out there. I lost a little bit of concentration. Um, the positive aspect is that I managed to stay in it even when I wasn't at my best. So if somebody asks, what, what happened? So um, this is from a, uh, it was some old school golf outlet. 
It was like an early golf block. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when things got a bit dicey for Sabatini, his approach shot on the 10th was way left. A marshal nearly stepped on his ball, and when uh, Sabatini asked him to move, he nearly stepped on it again. Sabatini gave him a nudge to keep him away from his ball and had a few words with him. A poor chip and a poor chip ensued, resulting in a bogey. He three and then he three putted the next green. Sabotage. Maybe that Marshall was sent out by Jesper's crew or something. So so Sabatini, when they and when the when the press asked him like yeah. what what caused the distraction, yeah. he goes, Unfortunately there was a Marshall who decided he was going to play soccer with my ball. <laughs> <laughs> it was I vaguely remember this. Maybe maybe I'm making it up, but I feel like I remember this issue. Soccer. <laughs> It was very unnecessary for him to walk right there. It just took me out of my focus, and it kind of played on my mind. It probably took me two holes to regain that focus. Oh, God. That's ridiculous. So so Sabatini doesn't win. He loses by one. Um, Soccer with my ball. Golf ball. He, he, he won later in the year at the Air Canada championship so that was his his first win okay. um, I, and i got digging in i i saw that like there was some press conference that was talking about the 99 bell south so i i went back and found some quotes from that um this is actually i found an alan shipnuck si article from the 99 bell south okay. duval had won and it and sabatini was in the hunt and had just he he bogeyed he doubled seventeen and bogeyed eighteen. Um, gotcha. Playing with Duval. Right. Duval won this wins his fourth tournament before the Masters. Yeah, I was gonna say in ninety nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Sabatini described his play as he was leaking oil like the Exxon Valdez. <laughs> Ship knock throwing Zaners out there in so, ninety nine. So um somebody asked him like, you know, about Duval, and he said the only way Duval is not going to win a tournament if it's, is if he stays at home. So this is uh, Shipnuck's text. It's a shame Sabatini won't be making the trip to Augusta. This was like the last chance to get a bid to Augusta because he would surely liven up the proceedings. Both his game and his personality are highly excitable. Born and raised in Durban, South Africa, Sabatini was weaned on Gary Player stories and grew up in the shadow of Ernie Els, but he says Sevi by Asteros is his idol. It's easy to see why. Sabatini surged a 36-hole lead with a pair of 65s that were highlighted by gutsy shot-making and a series of improbable recoveries. The so he's always been running from his heritage. Yes. He's always been right. He's always been drawn to the continent, the European continent. Sevi. He's been running, running from his heritage since day, you know, his earliest days. The second round coincided with his 23rd birthday. He's the youngest regular on tour, and he wasn't the only one celebrating. He reported that his parents back in Durban stayed up until the wee hours on Saturday morning, drinking Chivas and watching the numbers change on PGATour.com. Chivas. Whatever. Chivas. Chivas? It depends on what language you're, you're speaking. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they they must have been smashed four holes into the third round by which Sabatini had made three birdies, searched a six-stroke lead. 
at that at this point the gallery was on the verge of abandoning favorite sons Duvall and Sink for a scrappy rookie. Part of Sabatini's appeal is that he's the antithesis of those assembly line tour players. Oh, with, okay. With their overly pressed pants and tailored swing. Sabatini, listed generously by the tour at 5'10", 160, takes a <laughs> mighty rip with a driver that's longer, 46 and a half inches than oh average. God. And he hunches over a putter like a man with a sore back, gripping it <laughs> practically to, on the steel. Like everyone else, he seems to delight in the volatile nature of his game and was in good spirits even after blowing up with five bogeys the rest of that uh, the way last Saturday and finishing with 73. He brought in the press room to ask to go over his card. He said, you may need a map and a compass to get around this one. So, And then on his way out, Sabatini gave Mike Weir a bear hug. And he had met, he had met Mike Weir. On Is the, it possible to give Weirzy a bear hug? So he gave him a bear hug. He He's had, such a diminutive little waif. It's hard to like get a, get a big hug around the guy. He's so little. He he met weird that day on the first tee. Oh, what? And now they're best friends. <laughs> I guess. He also said he was going back to visit his girlfriend, who was a sophomore in Arizona, and said, "I'm not cra- cradle robbing." <laughs> what? And nobody asked. <laughs> nobody. Not Grace and Murray. <laughs> yeah. Lord, but he, then he said, "That's okay. There's a Masters every year, and I feel like this week I made a step towards next year's." Let's. This is. I think there should be a watch for Sabatini this year's Masters. Can we get him to the top fifty? He's got to be there the week before. He's eighty third right now. He's got to do some damage. Where is you, he? In, uh... You want one other quick story, Sabo story? Yeah. I unveil. Yeah, of course. Sabo, Sabo could have his own podcast. We could do a whole podcast on Sabo. I, I know this. I just wanted it was to the do wife thing. It was tweeting all the time. The Texas wife, not the Bratislavan wife, but uh, the Slovak wife. But yeah, all right. One more story. So, uh, all right. Last Sabo story at the t- 2007 U.S. Open. Sabo signed up for the 7 a.m. practice round slot. Knowing that Tiger liked that time. Where is this again? The 2007 U.S. Open. Oh, God. So he signed up. And this was like just after he said he said the comments about him being more beatable than ever. A reporter asked him about it. He goes, he, he said that Woods was ducking him. <laughs> what? Yeah. This is 07? 07. When like Tiger's, yeah. God. So, so when someone asked uh, why Woods didn't play, Sabatini said to ask Woods. Then he changed his mind. He said, "I'll go ask him." So Sabatini walked across the putting green to where Woods was putting, and and they chatted briefly. Sabatini returned to the reporters and delivered. He said he stopped playing on Wednesday at the majors a couple of years ago, and it's worked out okay for him. Hard to argue with that. <laughs> Real tough guy moment. And then, oh my god! National he's ducking, He's gone from he's ducking me to hard to argue yeah. with his reasoning. Um, yeah. So other things about that that event, uh, the oh the 
2000 Bob Hope. Casey Martin's debut as a full member on tour. Okay. And uh, Sandy Lyle was disqualified Saturday. When, <laughs> when it was learned he took pra- he was practice putting on a green following Thursday's final round. Or oh. for Thursday's first round. Booted two days later? Yeah. Oh. That's a good flashback. Sabatini is more in the skeleton. There, it's, he's just not this, you know, novelty changing nationalities here late in his career. He's There's been, a lot. He's been a part of the story for a long time. There's a lot in the archives. There. I mean, this That's is two, 2000 to 2020 still in the picture. It's pretty incredible. Fantastic. All right. Anything else you want to get off? Nothing else. Happy birthday to your wife. Enjoy dinner. Mrs. Fried Egg. Yeah, yeah. Keep Another it dry. Going to try and stay dry. Keep it dry this weekend. Everyone enjoy your it, Friday. Use, what do you use in your second cheat day? I don't know, but it's got to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, coming out of my shoes. I know that. Taking full swing. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I've got half, <laughs> half the month left. You got two days. Two, two days. I don't think the Super Bowl is February, right? That's usually February now. I think it's February, yeah. And it's a Sunday. You don't want to get too. Um, all right. Yeah. Stay dry this weekend. Everyone enjoy your Fridays. Enjoy the American Express. Uh, and we will enjoy it late night Abu Dhabi. A lot of stuff going on over there. And we will check in with you guys on Monday. Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here.